Hi, I'm Rose Eveleth, and you're listening to the Science Line podcast. This is the sound of science. This week's sounds come from space. Whoa, 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 you might say. There's no sound in space. You know, alien, in space, no one can hear you scream. And you're right. Sound travels by making molecules vibrate. And there are no molecules in space. They can't vibrate, so there's no sound. So when the Death Star blows up, or the Enterprise takes out an enemy ship, it would actually sound like this. Kind of boring, right? But NASA has a website full of space sounds. Here's lightning on Saturn. And here's solar wind. So what's the deal? How do they have all these sounds if there's no sound in space? Turns out the sounds you're hearing only become sounds when you put them near a radio. So what you're actually hearing are electromagnetic waves turned into sounds. So here, for example, is the sound that Earth makes if you're in space. sound comes from a video on YouTube, and if you read some of the comments, people think they're hearing cars or whales or wind, but they're not. The sounds do not correspond to any specific sound on the Earth's surface. Instead, they're frequencies that have been turned into sounds. like cheating, it kind of is, but it can also tell us some really cool things about space that we didn't know before. Take Saturn, for example. In 2002, the Cassini spacecraft recorded some intense radio emissions coming from the planet. Here's what they sound like. This audio is sped up to about twice the speed of real time, and the frequency has been brought down by a factor of 260, because the original audio would have been way too high for us to hear. So scientists can use these sounds to try to figure out what's going on above Saturn's auroras, which are kind of like our northern lights. The pulses of radio waves seem to occur once every Saturnian day, which is about every 11 Earth hours. If you want to get picky, there's a big debate over how long a day on Saturn is, which we won't get into, but is really interesting. So if you're procrastinating at work, you might want to look it up. Anyway, back to auroras on Saturn. These radio signals seem to go along with the auroras. So when you see an aurora, you also pick up radio waves. Scientists think these lights are connected to the radio emissions, since they happen in tandem. This makes studying the auroras a lot easier because it's really hard to get good pictures of Saturn, and it's much easier to record radio waves. There's another kind of sound in space, but this time it's one that we put there. Voyager 1 and 2 both have sounds placed on them for anyone, 
or anything that might find them in the future. These sounds are carried on a 12-inch gold-plated copper disc that can be played with a phonograph. So what sounds made it onto the audio time capsule? We have a baby crying. A horse and a cart. A wild dog. And a tame dog. And this is probably my favorite one. Let's see if you can guess what it's supposed to be. That's a track called The First Tools. Well, people from the future, there you have it. Earth in 1977 in a nutshell. Or on a golden disc. This podcast has been brought to you by ScienceLine.org. I'm Rose Eveleth. Thanks for listening.